the dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying You're the dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying Hey, hey, hey I want to do the intro differently today. Okay. We're going to do it different. But I don't have any ideas. Hi, my name is Julia. Hello, my name is Celia. Nope, that's pretty classic though. That's pretty standard. Okay. Guys, listen up. Guys and girls. Everyone. Dummies. <laughs> Dummies. Do you believe in science? I hope you do. Because we're here to Spit explore truth. Science. <laughs> Okay, maybe we should just stick with the big, the regular opener. No, I think we should keep that. Okay. Okay. This week we have, are we going to do this to closure at the beginning? Yeah. Okay. Welcome so, everyone. If you tuned in. Um, welcome to our sharing circle. Yes. Celia and I have the stick, so you have to be quiet for the remainder of this podcast. You know, because someone's just going to bust in the door and be like, <laughs> I have things to say. <laughs> So actually, we kind of want to lead this episode off with a little bit of a PSA. Um, we got a lot of, I guess not a ton of write-ins, but a few write-ins um, about menstruation this week. And so for those who are not interested, not interested in hearing um, about this. Uh, who are uncomfortable, which that's okay. That's yeah. totally fine. Um, it's not a super comfy topic for some people. And so if, if you are one of those people feel free to skip ahead to next week's episode. Or go back and catch up on the episodes that you've missed. Because inevitably there there must be some. So that just so you know, that's what we will be talking about today. And we don't want to make anyone unnecessarily uncomfortable. But also happy Halloween because this comes out the day before Halloween. So maybe it's appropriate. You know, <laughs> spooky season, blood and stuff. <laughs> yes. I hope the people who aren't going to listen have already turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like this is this is your last chance, guys, because we are also going to put it in the title. Maybe, uh, yeah, yeah. Title maybe. description, description for sure. This is title, like the maybe. last warning. If you didn't catch the title or yeah. the description, this is your last chance, guys. Run. Those were my alarm bells. <laughs> It is too late to turn around. You know, like you see those little warning signs that they're kind of flashing, kind of not. And then you get to the Mm -hmm. end and it's like flashing bells and whistles. Yeah. Turn yourself around. Danger. (laughs) No turning back now. This is the point. This is it. There's no turning back now. Once we start, we're going to get into it. Well, that was my fan of the opera impression. No you know, you know, I don't get references. Sorry. We need Meredith in here. Meredith's favorite movie is Phantom of the Opera. Are we going to watch it? It depends if we roll it or not. Oh. We are still going strong on our movie marathon. And today is the village. Thursday because we are yes. procrastinators and we have put off recording until this day, well, even though our podcasts come out on Fridays. Actually, so. it comes out at midnight tonight, but that's besides <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> we it's, are professional. The thing is, there's a lot going on this week. I have been working on a show as the assistant. Um, assistant. The assistant. Oh, so fancy. Um, and the designer that I've been working with has put in so much work, mm-hmm. which has been beautiful. But the show goes up tonight, actually. It's opening night tonight. And That's so awesome. we are officially hands off. 
but it's been a lot of work to get up to this point. Mm -hmm. And I've got a math test this week um, that I've been trying to study for also pushing off studying for but have been trying to study for which we all um, know how much how celia feels about math <laughs> so you have like less to even see for yes because so you want to do better because it's like i could just go with what i have but also i didn't do super great so here's the the little bit of a backstory which is <laughs> such it's a miracle but um there were glitches in the test apparently mm-hmm. um and it hindered some people to fully take the test. And instead of going through and giving each person an exception to the test, they just decided to do a blanket redo if you choose. Yeah. And I didn't do good. And maybe some of the glitches were getting problems wrong. <laughs> That's true. Maybe I didn't do well because of the <laughs> maybe, glitches. Maybe you aced it, but the glitches made you not. You know, that's it. probably it. I think that's I it. I think that's it. So I think this time around you're going to get an a plus that's what i expect report back next week (laughs) i hope i can supply we want to know exactly the percentage of questions that you missed oh dear well (laughs) anyways that's what i'm doing this week we have been planning a covid friendly halloween party which we are so excited about but at the same time we are an apartment full of procrastinators (laughs) and we will do anything to get around doing what we have to do including planning a party yes so homework has been put off a lot work has been put off a lot podcasting has gotten put off because we've been planning the party yes on top of like our movie marathon because you know you can hear our pipes (laughs) so well and so if you can hear our pipes you're gonna definitely going to be able to hear the people downstairs (laughs) yeah and said movie so we had to wait for a time where silence which is now in our apartment not at night it's during the day on a thursday morning. <laughs> on a thursday morning at 10 a.m welcome <laughs> welcome to our abode <laughs> here we are we've done this to ourselves and this is i was telling celia before we got on i was like are you ready for our first conversation of the morning because we have run ourselves into the ground we are exhausted but it's okay Next week, everything will be over Halloween related, which is sad, but also I think it will be good for our apartment. I feel like we lived, at least I lived every day to the fall. I think so too. This month. I did too. Which has been odd because a lot of times like you look up and you feel like, oh, the month has gone so fast. But this has been a spooky thing every day. It has been filled. Filled. And we've carved pumpkins. Rim. We've done haunted houses. We've done, I think that's about all we've done. Scary movies. Scary movies on top of scary. Well, it's not all been scary. Halloween themed movies. Like last night we watched A Quiet Place, which I don't know how Halloween-y that is. We made Halloweenies. Anyways, I don't know how. We did make Halloweenies. Update on that one episode where Celia was so excited. They were pretty. They were pretty good. (laughs) I'm sorry. They were delicious. They were everything I could have. That's what I thought. Yeah, so I don't know how Halloween-y A Quiet Place is, but it was like aliens mixed with thriller mixed with John aliens. Krasinski. Oh, I guess there did were you, aliens. Did you watch them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Clearly not. <laughs> Took me a second. Anyways. It was, it was yes. So that's, it'll be nice for next week to quiet down. Yeah. Although I have a feeling that it won't because we've just gotten so accustomed to it not it. Yeah. But we'll see. I think it'll definitely be... At least a couple days where we're like, we just need to push a hard reset mm-hmm. and we'll all go to bed at like nine o'clock yes. for like three nights and then we'll be ready to party again. And we'll do it again for yeah. December. 
Yeah. <laughs> because I have a feeling December's gonna be wild too. I have this. Well, shall we crack into it? Let's get into it. Okay. How are you? <laughs> um, I actually went to our local and got myself the cutest Halloween costume. Oh, yes, she did. We are doing, Celia mentioned we're planning a Halloween party, but it's just like one of those uh, murder mystery dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're doing that um, and everyone has their own characters and my character, it's set in the 1920s, so, you know, the roaring 20s, all that good ha, stuff. Get it? 20s? 20s. Yeah. <laughs> except those 20s were more fun than these 20s were they that was the great depression no the great depression happened after the roaring 20s it was like in the 30s it started in 1929 okay so (laughs) but we're talking specifically 19 okay but i'm sure there was stuff like leading up to it well yeah but the stuff leading up to it was that people were spending tons of money because it was the roaring is that no i don't know anything about this but that's what i thought (laughs) (laughs) don't we've decided everyone that julia says things with enough confidence to persuade me that it is true i do so don't listen to me but the thing is she doesn't know if it's true or not but it sounds true that sounded true exactly but it's not (laughs) i mean it could it could be be true it could be true i could be right sometimes but you also are probably wrong (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I'm right, though, and it's pretty amazing. I amaze myself. Um, wow. <laughs> so I am, my character is a 1920s mafia I member. think it's a mob. Oh. I, I don't think you're mafia. I go back and forth between mafia, mob, um, what else is there? Gangster. I think it's a mob. I think you're a mob boss. Well, anyways, I'm a 1920s mob boss, and I found this skirt at the local thrift store that was, I think it was like $5, mm-hmm. and it is just sparkles for days. It's black, and it's, is it sequins? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's black and sequiny, and it is just perfect covered for the 1920s yep so i'm excited about that um how else was i (laughs) eco-friendly really i just wanted to share about that skirt um oh we went to i might be stealing this from celia but we went to a bulk store this week to try that out we did did we post have we posted about it on instagram no okay we might post that actually today as a yeah check out episode 18 tomorrow i (laughs) forgot what number this was episode 18 18 yeah it's 18 um, yeah, so we went to a bulk store and it was super fun. Check out that picture that we're going to post today. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess when this episode airs, it will be yesterday's picture because we procrastinated so much. Yee. What else? That's like, I, yeah, that's pretty much all I can think of. Oh, I, at the bulk store, I got, um, the toothpaste tabs. I haven't oh, tried yeah. them yet, but I'm excited to use them for like traveling and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's the plan. Yeah. How about you? Well, I so I guess this there was a series of events that leaded up to this, mm-hmm. but I have started trying to eliminate my drive, my drive time, mm-hmm. uh, like my unnecessary drive time. Mm-hmm. So we live; it's about a ten-minute walk from campus, which I guess it sounds farther than it is. If I ride my bike, it's two minutes. Yeah. So it's just slightly uphill. So it takes me 10 minutes to leave the front door and to get inside the building that I need to get to. So mm-hmm. it takes me about 10. Yeah. So basically, 
I have been trying to come up with a solid workout plan for a while now mm-hmm. and have just found, I mean, I found success, but I tend to, I work out and then something happens. I get busy. I don't work out as an end yeah. or like I've got, I have on my wall over here, just like reasons why I want to work out, which I think are pretty solid reasons. Just things that I want in working out yeah. um, that I want to work towards. And it's good motivation, but I feel like it wasn't it. And I tried on a dress that I adore and I didn't fit in the dress and it flared. It like just, it sparked something and it has just fueled my energy to work out. It's ignited your fire. Yes. And so I've made a series of goals and one of the goals is to get a certain amount of steps every day. Mm-hmm. And I'll look up like right around the time that it's, it's time to leave for work and I'm still short, like 3,000 steps. Yeah. And there's definitely, I do weigh between, I could just wait another five minutes and then drive to work, or I could leave now and walk. Mm-hmm. And I've started to walk and it's been great. Good for you. And I have achieved my goal in getting steps. I feel better. I'm saving the planet in the meantime. Good stuff. You know, it feels real. And so anyways, that's just kind of my whole, that's how I was eco-friendly this week. Mm-hmm. In lieu of exercise plans. Yeah. Which has been great. No, that's awesome. I think a lot of times we don't necessarily realize it, but living more eco-friendly often is healthier for you, Mm -hmm. you know, because like you said, you're walking more often, you're eating better food for you Mm -hmm. if you're trying to like avoid like plastics and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyways, just some thoughts. Yeah. So we also carved pumpkins this week, which if you saw oh, our cute, cute I picture, about uh, if you saw our cute picture on the gram, um, you saw all of our pumpkins plus some. <laughs> all of them. All of the pumpkins. There was a lot of pumpkins on there, but they were all super cute. Yeah. Mine had wart. It did. It was it really adorable. I just, I'm the kind of person who wings their design. And so I didn't even like draw anything out. I just kind of went for it and poked holes where I felt like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> and it turned out cute. I wunged it, wunged it, wang, wung, wang, wanged it, <laughs> wung it, wung it. I wung it too. Yeah. Just like, cause in pastures, when I was growing up, I would plan what I wanted to draw on the pumpkin or carve on the pumpkin mm-hmm. before I even bought the pumpkin. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. It was a whole ordeal. Yeah. And so you would pick the pumpkin that best fit what you wanted to carve. Oh. And this year I was like, it has warts. I want it. Yeah. And then just, just went around it. Went from there, which was good. I don't know if this is all of the warty pumpkins, but it had like a thick shell. Oh, yeah. You were saying that. It was like, a was it like a quarter inch? Maybe but like it an, was, eighth, an eighth of an inch of a hard shell. Like It was a struggle for you to cut through. I couldn't even like I it took me so much longer than everyone else to like even get into the pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah, because I was looking at everyone else's pumpkins later and no one else has that shell. It's just pumpkin. Interesting. Flesh. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Uncomfortable. Yes, I don't like that word. That's a gross word. I mean, just the, I think not only the word, but also the thought of pumpkins having flesh. Ew. Uh, Yeah. Gross. Why would you? Sorry. Anyways. um, Yeah, so it just. I don't know if all warty pumpkins are like that, but mine mm. was. And so it was a struggle, but it's really cute now. Yeah, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. With his warts and all. <laughs> Anyways, so we we composted the guts. We bagged them all up and Julia drove all over creation 
to find a farmer's market that I forgot is about taking that. food scraps. <laughs> that is also what I did this week for being eco-friendly. Yes, but now it's mine. Yeah. Because I you made you do it. it. You did. Well, we, we've we also been filling up our compost really quickly. Like, mm-hmm. I think we talked about that last week, Um, which is great. I'm glad that we've, our apartment's gotten on board to using that compost, but we've been needing to find somewhere anyways to um, figure out where to dispose of it so that we can keep doing that. And having all of the pumpkin guts in our apartment made that kind of necessary. Because immediate. We yeah. need to get rid of these now. Yeah. Um, and so I was able to just take all of those. I went to a farmer's market close by. I just mm-hmm. kind of drove around um, to find one and they took it. So I forgot to ask, though, how long they'll be open for us. So mm-hmm. we might have to find a new plan for the next happens. Yes. Um, but we also saved the seeds. So we separated the painstaking work of separating this pumpkin seeds from the pumpkin guts. Oh, yes. To, it's a process. It is a process, but to further our friendliness. And so now we have pumpkin seeds for days. <laughs> we have, for, <laughs> how many literal. pumpkins did we end up having? Like eight? Eight. We had about eight pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. So eight pumpkins. Were Some seeds, seeds were not usable. That's true. Because there were a couple pumpkins that had really weird seeds. Oh, like... Yeah. um. Our roommate had a white pumpkin and mm-hmm. the seeds had sprouted inside. Yeah. I don't know if those are like beginning stage seeds and they have to like seal off or whatever. It. Well, I, but I don't know. Like, are they becoming real pumpkin seeds mm-hmm. or has it, is it old enough that like the seeds are starting to escape and make new ones? But it was full of like green sprouts. Yeah. I haven't either. Yeah. But yes, it was fun. It was. And then of course the Hello Bulk market down in salt lake yes. um and julia already mentioned she found but there were things like spices on like literally spices on spice any kind um, of spice that you could imagine mm-hmm. was there yeah they had um milk which was cool um, yeah, in a glass jar yeah and they said if you take it back like if you take the glass jar back after you're done with your milk you can get a discount on your next milk which is way cool. Mm-hmm. And then they will give the glass jar to the company uh-huh. that they're getting the milk from. And the company will sanitize and reuse the jar. Yeah. Which is awesome. Such a cool process. Really cool. I love it. Um, and then they had eggs. So you could like 25 cents an egg. And so you yeah. could pick however many eggs you wanted and pay for that instead of having to buy a dozen. or Right. Yeah. Um, I only bought four, which like with me traveling, that's kind of the perfect, mm-hmm. you know. I don't need that many. Yeah. And then I also got dry shampoo because I've been needing to get a new dry shampoo that isn't that aerosol powered one. And so. Have you used it yet? No, not yet. But I want to. I'm so curious how it is. Me too. And I feel like I almost, I kind of have this feeling that I'm going to need to train my hair to be using it. Yeah. Just because I don't know if it's going to have the same effect as the aerosol dry Mm -hmm. shampoo. Yeah. Um, especially this brand that I have been using. I love it. I love it to pieces. And so I think it's going to be a hard parting, but also I want to mm-hmm. the non-aerosol one. Yeah, for see sure. how that works. They also, I got face lotion, which I've been looking for a new face lotion. They basically, they had everything that I needed. 
yeah, more. from like house cleaning supplies to beauty products mm-hmm. to food, soy sauce. They had soy, soy sauce, sauce. Yeah, agave, to, like baking supplies, coconut oil. Um, I think caranuba wax. Mm-hmm. So like all all kinds, which yeah. is awesome. And they even had like jars that you could buy there if mm-hmm. you didn't have your own yeah. jars. And they were doing. I appreciated what they were doing for COVID measures. Um, just I think with with bulk foods, yeah, especially with bulk refills, is kind of tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they're doing is you can go around and walk around the store and see what you like, and then go up to one of their counters that they've set up. And they will wipe down your jars with a sterilizing solution mm-hmm. and then weigh them to get the tear, the weight of the jar. And then they will go and fill the jar for you. And then for people who don't know how bulk markets work, they will subtract the total weight. So they'll weigh the jar again and then they will subtract the total weight or the weight of the jar from the weight. So you're yeah. only paying for the contents. Right. And I think we've talked about we've talked about Winco before and like as much as we love Winco, the only downside i guess is just that they don't have that tear weight they just have you have to use your or the bags that they have there mm-hmm. um for the bulk stuff so yeah finding this store like this if you can find one in your area try it because then you can bring your own jars to fill up mm-hmm. Yeah, and this particular store is looking to expand and have different locations, but definitely check and see. I don't know how new it is. It seemed relatively new because I it have did. searched for bulk stores like a month ago even, and I couldn't find that one. Hmm. And so, yeah, it's relatively new. So that's kind of, so definitely yeah. keep looking, keep checking to see if bulk stores have popped up near you or around For sure. And then if they're new or like up and coming, your support can help them continue to grow, Mm -hmm. which is cool. Yeah. So that's what I did this week. It's great. Good job. Thank you. Stealing all of my sustainable ones. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I did. I did. You did. I I know. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. I mean, we're always together. So anything that I do is basically what you do. too. That's true. How are we this week? (laughs) It's true. So now we move on to our favorite segment of how were others eco-friendly? You remembered. I did. You never remembered. I always forget. I'm just so excited about the fun fact usually, which Mm -hmm. not to say that I'm not excited about the fun fact this week, but this week I was excited to hear from the people who wrote in. We've got some good stuff. Fill me in. Okay. So Nancy said um, she used the bite toothpaste, which we we did talk about nice we, we briefly talked about it and my friend tony highly recommended it so yeah. nancy used the bite toothpaste um it's only been a week and she used her salt cup for her period whoa a yeah. salt cup yeah what is that so it's s-a-a-l-t it's basically oh. like diva cup or organic okay. cup. it's just a brand mm-hmm. okay. it's a brand cool yeah. and you can get it at i've seen it at target walgreens yeah smith's any of the kroger stores that's um, mm-hmm. good for her. Yeah. And then Yvette wrote in and said, I tried reusable cotton wax wraps instead of plastic wrap. Very easy to clean. That is cool. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even like heard of that. I don't think. Yeah. Like, it's, cotton wraps. Well, I so I haven't heard about the cotton wraps, but it looks similar to the beeswax wrap. Yeah. Um, I think just different materials. Yeah. And they're easier to clean. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I don't. It might have been the same i don't know i mean you saw the picture that we posted yeah right it looked a little bit different than the beeswax wrap right but i don't know in comparison which one's easier to clean okay compared to the other one 
but I think it's it's one of those brand versus brand and like both have pros, both have cons, okay, both gotcha. are great to use and yeah. sustainable. That's awesome. Which, yeah, we posted that picture yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So on Wednesday, we posted that picture. So if you guys want to check out what those are, definitely go take a look at our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. And then Jacob said he made homemade candles for gifts using all natural ingredients. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I think... I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but something that I am really excited to do and Celie kind of laughs at me about my hoarding of the candles. But whenever we finish a candle, I like pull it upstairs into my collection of candles that I have. You mean your hoard? (laughs) My hoard. (laughs) Yes, I pull it upstairs to my hoard of candles that I have because my plan is to melt them down and combine them together so that I can create a new candle with like the like itsy bitsy tiny remainders of every candle. So that is super cool though. I am a fan of candle making. I want to get into that. It's really neat. And actually he and I, so he's a high school friend of mine. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess we're still, but we were in, we went to high school together. Yeah. Um, and he said that he and his wife are working on starting this candle business of making oh, homemade wow. natural candles. And he said he would let me win their site launch. That's so, so cool. I will let you all know. Yeah. In the site launch as well. I love that. Support local. Exactly. I and it's local. I love candles. So why not buy candles that are like sustainable, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So moving on, Chase said he has been walking and biking to and from campus. Nice job, Chase. Mm -hmm. Killing the game. And then Caitlin said, carpooling as often as as I can. I saved my plastic bottle. These are multiple things. So she carpooled as often as she could Mm -hmm. um, and saved her plastic bottles until she could recycle them and composted her spinach that went bad instead of throwing it away. That's so great. Yeah. It's, it's the little things. It totally honestly. is. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of opportunities that we have throughout the day. Like she was saying with the saving the plastic bottles until um, she found somewhere to recycle them. I try to do that when I'm traveling because it's so easy to just if you have your plastic bottle, you just throw it away um, because it's just convenient and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. But if you just hold on to it until you find a recycle bin, then it's you've done one thing today to help the environment mm-hmm. so and like what are you doing up until the point that you need to throw it away right right like it's already in your possession just hold on to it for a yeah. little bit longer until you find somewhere that you can dispose of it exactly whether that's glass plastic or glass or those are <laughs> <laughs> aluminum <laughs> aluminum yeah. aluminum just hold on to it a little bit longer yeah i think sometimes it it, it becomes like a mental game where it's so easy and kind of a habit to just like when you're done with something, chuck it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but just being a little bit more mindful about what you're doing. Like you said, you already have it in your possession. It's easy enough to keep holding on to it. Mm-hmm. And then Kelly said reusing plastic bags and recycling as much as possible. Love Kelly. Yeah. Awesome. Love that. Love it. <laughs> um, and then Meredith said buying a halloween costume mostly from di which is the yes. thrift store in utah yeah um for staters um and she said and using what is in my closet which we talked about was it last week was the halloween episode i think it might have been the week before i think you're right yes it was yeah, yeah. but 
putting together a Halloween costume out of what's in your closet or thrift shopping yep. for your costume. Yep. Which Good is stuff. awesome. And it's cheaper too. It Instead is. Instead of like we've we've gone to a couple Halloween stores and just like we look through the costumes mm-hmm. just out of curiosity. And most of them are marked like upwards of forty dollars. Yeah. Which is a lot to spend on a costume that you might just use once, mm-hmm. you know? And like for me at least, that skirt that I bought from DI, it was five bucks mm-hmm. and I'll use it for my costume, but also it's super cute. And so if I am like going out on the town, I'm a hundred percent gonna wear that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I went to I went to DI with as you do. When Support you live a with friend. People. Support a friend. <laughs> and I have been in need of shoes for my costume. Mm-hmm. And I found a super cute pair of nude heels for six bucks. And they're shoes that I one hundred percent will wear again. Yeah. So it's not just something that you and even if you do like one and done it, totally fine because just give it back to the thrift store it's just giving back totally which okay and then last but not least i never really understood that i mean it makes sense the phrase last but not least it's kind of an odd phrase yeah i think it's kind of like to signify that you're not like putting it in order of anything but it is kind of weird yeah don't be offended i didn't do i didn't mean to put you last it just happened it just it just happened okay (laughs) so nate said longboarding places rather than driving and convincing my roommates to throw out most of the toxic cleaning products and switching to eco-friendly stuff instead that is cool that is gold (laughs) i love it that's good stuff i think that that's just so awesome and on top of that like to convince your roommates to do something yeah which i mean we have we with our bamboo paper <laughs> towels and our recycling bin and our composter. We force our roommates into compliance. Force it upon them. I know. Every <laughs> week I'm like, what did you do to be eco-friendly this week? Yeah. <laughs> do you listen to our podcast? <laughs> but anyways. This is, this is a test. If you are listening right now, please report. <laughs> please report. Let us know. Send us a text right now. And the code word will be monkeys. I expect a text from you guys saying monkeys to show us that you support us. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Anyways, I was saying that I think it takes a lot of, especially if you're not super close with roommates. If you Mm -hmm. are close with roommates, easy. If you're not close with them and you're like, hey, God, it's all the way. Sometimes it's a little intimidating. So. Props to you, Nate, for doing that. That is 10 out of 10 awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Our people are so great, right? I I love just the little things. Every one of them. Yeah. Be sure to write in if you see our Instagram story um, or if you have ideas throughout the week and it's not our Instagram story isn't up, just DM us, um, shoot us an email. We love to hear about what you guys are doing. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Like, even this last week, we posted on our Instagram about hair care. Uh-huh. And, oh, yeah, it was a meme. That was, it was the two little birds, my hair oh. now versus my hair a few weeks after switching to natural shampoo <laughs> alternatives. Yes, that's um, right. Concentrated Co. said, thank goodness for apple cider vinegar rinses. Oh, yeah. Which, like, to me, that reads as, like, this is how I was eco-friendly right now. Yeah. And, like, we chatted for a second about eco or not blah, what apple cider vinegar rinses do for you. Yeah. Which is great. Like I didn't even know that apple cider vinegar could help your hair. Yeah. Good stuff. We love the contributions. We I feel like this is what we want is like we want to hear from people mm-hmm. so that we can learn. Yeah. So 
I love it. I would have never known that ACV was good for your hair. Yeah. Well, do you have a fun fact? Now that I've now that I've remembered about the write-in, I am excited to hear about your fun fact. You remembered. I All you're on it this week. I am I am going to direct this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Take it away, Captain. All right. You share your fun fact with me. Okay. <laughs> so I got this from headstuff.org. Okay. And I guess head stuff. Head stuff. Cool. Like I like it. Stuff in your head. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we should have named our podcast. Head stuff. Man, we missed out. Gosh dang it. Rebranding oh. time. <laughs> Let's steal their name. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the average I don't know how fun this fact is. I'm excited. Okay. Either way. <laughs> well, the average woman will use approximately eleven thousand tampons in her life. Wow. I also found facts like that. I don't know how fun they are. No. Well, it's just there. crazy to think about. Yeah. Because you really don't. I kind of talk about this in my research that I did for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, guys, if you haven't turned around yet, <laughs> this is your final disclosure. <laughs> We're talking about periods today. Yes. So, um, but yeah, I like you just don't think about it because it's just something that you do, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. I think we're all um like at least for me when when I was in like 5th grade health class, they had us they had the guys and girls separated mm-hmm. and they gave all the girls little period starter kits, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and it was like a pad. I don't I don't think there was a tampon, but I think it was just a pad. Yeah. Um but anyways, either way, I think we just passed it around. Oh, really? It was kind of thinking back on it. It's kind of like they like opened the pad and passed it around. I was like, "What oh, is this? interesting?" Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think we even opened ours in in our health class. So this is another thing that we'll get into. But education is also very important mm-hmm. for periods and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's kind of a no brainer. Like when you start your period, your options are pad or tampon, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like all that's discussed. But in recent years, there's been so much that's come out yeah. to help with sustainability. But those products you use once a month for a week and just keep throwing them away. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that it's building up like that. Yeah. 11,000. Do you have a world update? I do. And it's not, Um, it's recent, but also not, if that makes sense. So it was like back in June or oh, okay. like May. Yeah. So it's not like today's update Mm -hmm. but it was just interesting and relevant to what we're talking about today so i got it from independent.co.uk and they were talking about how obviously with covid there were a lot of lockdowns and schools were closed across the world right Mm -hmm. um and this article was talking specifically more about india but also can relate to other places around the world as well and it was talking about how a lot of girls rely on the schools for providing them with pads or tampons when they're in their period on their periods Mm -hmm. yeah and so obviously with schools shutting down they no longer had that as a resource Mm -hmm. in the article it said that as few as 15 percent of girls had access to my phone autocorrected and said pass access to pads (laughs) um no had access to pads um or other like sanitary 15 percent since since lockdown yeah so prior to that i don't know what the numbers were like Mm -hmm. but after lockdown only 15 percent had access 
Yeah. And like I said, a lot of that was due to the reliance upon schools being a distribution center Mm -hmm. um, of those products. So beyond that, um, in places like Fiji, the UK, and even the US, I think like you and I even talked about this when we were, when the lockdown kind of started Mm -hmm. across the world because of the pandemic, there were a ton of shortages of these products because a lot of production sites were getting shut down Mm -hmm. and people were just kind of going crazy because they didn't know what happened same with like toilet paper how that was flying off the shelves yeah so were tampons and pads and stuff Mm -hmm. um and so access to those kind of products was severely minimized and so this actually resulted in specifically in india but i think across the world um it resulted in a lot more awareness about products that are reusable Mm -hmm. because if you like in india for example those girls that rely on the schools as their constant source of those products if they if they can get a one-time reusable product which only requires one interaction which with the whole lockdown thing the whole idea of it was to minimize interactions Mm -hmm. right um and so if you can get one product have it be a one-time interaction it doesn't even necessarily have to be an interaction it can just be like dropped at their doorstep or whatever Mm -hmm. and that will provide them for x amount of years even instead of having to continuously have like drop off products and so it it led to programs in india specifically teaching girls how to make pads from home like at the beginning of this they were Everyone was talking about making your own mask from home and all that. But um, this was something that I wouldn't have even thought of. But people were being taught how to make pads at home to be used and reused. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was like pretty much the extent of the article. But I just thought that was really interesting how kind of circumstances forced us into rethinking the way that we do periods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel, can I say something interesting and potentially controversial? (laughs) Okay. That's what we're all about here at Good Girls Go Green. I just find it very interesting how in the, and the site that I've used today, um, headstuff.org, it's Irish, but most of the sites that we've used, not just for this topic specifically, but across the board have been UK, Australian, Mm-hmm. Irish sites. Yeah, it's a good point. I have not found, and maybe it's a fault on my part because I haven't dug deep enough. I don't click through all of the pages of Google to find, you know, what I'm specifically, specifically looking for because I find things that are what I'm, I, are what I'm looking for. Yes, if that makes sense at all. If it's not on the first page of Google, we've talked about <laughs> it. Doesn't exist. It's not relevant. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like none of it is U.S. Yeah. None of it is, which is kind of appalling. Well, it's also kind of a broad generalization, but I agree. I think a lot of the, a lot of other countries just kind of think about things differently Mm -hmm. than we do. Um, Like the U.S. is very consumeristic, if that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Very focused (laughs) on consumerism. Mm -hmm. And so... If you have money, you can buy whatever you need, mm-hmm. which is why, I mean, tampons, as much as we complain and there's whole the whole fight on like on the whole like female tax, whatever, mm-hmm. about how it's not fair that a natural body process like 
a natural biological process is being charged we're being charged for it Mm -hmm. which that's a whole another thing um but i mean if you have the money to you buy it Mm -hmm. and like i've seen so many memes that are like like tampons are just so interesting because they you pay an arm and a leg for it but if your girlfriend or anybody, even a random stranger, comes up to you and is like, hey, do you have a tampon? You're like, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, of course I'm going to give you a tampon. Yeah. Like, it's such a need. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. But I think other countries are starting to realize, not just with tampons, mm-hmm. or not just with, like, period menstrual things, but just in general, that there's other ways to do things that are maybe more effective and yeah. more sustainable Mm -hmm. and i know it is a big generalization to say that like everything eco-friendly is not us but (laughs) having done this for 20 episodes it's if it was a survey you know yeah most of the sites that we've used are out of the country for us yeah we have a lot of catching up yeah for sure we do and i think a lot of realization that things are not i don't want to say perfect because i don't feel like the U.S. I don't even know. I like. Do we try to give off an air that we are perfect? I mean, we definitely try to give off the feeling that we are doing better than we're actually superior. doing. <laughs> superior, which is garbage. Yeah, but well, it's like what we've talked about before. Like the U.S. I mean, we controversial might be, thoughts we might, <laughs> by Celia and Julia. <laughs> we might be getting very controversial here, but it's it's a third world country with a Gucci belt. It totally is, you know, and. I think what you can do is look in your local area, which we talked about this. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. Um, I'm losing track of my app. But it was um, that woman who saw a problem in her local area with like... Oh, this was last week. Was it last week? This was last week. With getting um, like homeless people help with, you know, shelters and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And also seeing the pollution that is caused by chip bags. Yeah. Um, and so just kind of as disheartening as it is sometimes to realize that we are a third world country with a Gucci belt, like just try to look inwards and look around you in your own area and see what you yourself can do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes all you can do is for yourself. Yeah. But I think uh, it's something that we need to think about more. Mm-hmm. For sure. We need to, you know, like the Disney movie awareness. Yeah. You know, no. like, oh, <laughs> I don't I don't know Disney. I'm sorry. Well, it's just like when and not just like not just with Disney, but like it happens in movies and musicals and stuff like that. When the character becomes aware, like they break the fourth wall, they like oh. start to interact with the audience or oh. they're like, I just there's this one image in my mind of like, I think it's from the Goofy movie. Um, where he's like, it's because all of the the Mickey Mouse uh-huh. goofy characters are all wearing those white gloves. Right. He's like, why am I even wearing these gloves? You know, like it's it's just like that aware. You start to kind of become a little bit more aware. We just need to become more aware yeah. that outside of our little bubble, things are not as great as we pretend that they are. There's yeah. a lot of struggle worldwide that we tend to just paint over and be like oh that's other people's problems or oh that doesn't exist in our country right which is not true yeah agreed well on that note should we dive (laughs) should we dive dive into it okay i don't know so 
this is going to be a different setup this week because Celia and I wanted to, we're both super into this and we thought it would be a good opportunity for us to just kind of have a, instead of us both bringing different topics, to just have this episode be a discussion about periods and Mm -hmm. everything related. So I don't know, (laughs) we probably should have talked about this before, but like what, where do you want to start? What, what should we start with? Well, um, period. Okay. It's like the big I period. I have um, a fun fact to start with. Okay, start well, it. You already had a fun fact, but that's I okay. Have Hit us one. with another one. Okay. So I got my info um from two sources today. The first one, I promise it's reliable. <laughs> it's teenvogue.com. Oh gosh. Are you sure? <laughs> I did some Teen fact checking. Vogue? I did some fact checking. Okay. It's okay. Um and then second, which I'll get into not quite yet, but later, but I'll cite it now, organicup.com. I love organicup. Yes, we'll get into that yes. too. <laughs> um, so my fun fact to start out with, a person who menstruates will get their period on average 450 times in their life. And then, oh, I just thought like as a different, as a second thought, just 450 times, like multiply that times a week. Because that's like the average period, right? Mm-hmm. Multiply that times a week. And that's your number. 11,000 11, <laughs> I don't know if that's... <laughs> I don't know if that, that math, number? math equates. Because <laughs> like, because for me, like my flow is heavy. And so I, on like heavy days, I would go through... Two or three tampons. Two or three tampons at least. At least, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, that's what... That's kind of the point of... That's kind of like... I guess where that number comes from, because Mm -hmm. even though it's 400 times for a week that you'll get your period, that doesn't mean that you're using one tampon a day. Mm -hmm. It exactly. It means you're using three or four. Yeah. Because they're not meant to hold the blood flow that you need to hold. Yeah. For a day. The absorbency of tampons is sad. Yeah. And especially because it's such a it's kind of a crapshoot because if unless you're like super 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 in tune with your body and even then that can change mm-hmm. because totally um stress can affect your your period um your diet can affect your period whether or not you work out super aggressively mm-hmm. can affect your period like runners who are who run like cross country runners track mm-hmm. runners a lot of times they will not have period yeah which is crazy to me it's crazy to me i don't i don't even know if that's healthy or not but i mean you just you just never know right um and so do you need a higher absorbency tampon do you need a less absorbent tampon if you miscalculate and think you need a less absorbent tampon and then you know and then you need to use like five in one day by the end of the day you have leaked into your underwear and pants yeah and that's a nightmare mm-hmm. and i feel like most girls I dare I say every girl maybe that's a big broad generalization I don't I think I would make that but like all period havers have had a nightmare day yeah at I think, least one I don't think that's a broad re- generalization I think if we're being honest every single person who's had a period has had a bad experience with their period yeah like you get to school and or to work and you realize you don't have anything or mm-hmm. it starts it starts in bed at night and you wake up and every, it's like a murder scene yeah. and you get out of bed yeah. or like I started my period 
I, I, I mean, the, the starting period is always the worst because you don't mm-hmm. see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> Once you've started, you're like, okay, this is a thing that will happen every month. Mm-hmm. But even then, like you said, it's irregular sometimes and you can't always plan on it. And so I think everyone has had mishaps. Mm-hmm. But my first period, I was at a basketball camp i had on my white basketball oh, shorts no. and i bled through because i didn't even know what was i mean i had heard about periods by that point mm-hmm. um but i had no idea like i said that it was gonna happen or anything yeah. um and luckily one of the uh girl counselors pulled me aside and she was like hey let's go to the bathroom and i was able to kind of take care of it and i had a change of shorts in my backpack but mm-hmm. I think every single girl has had something like that happen. Yeah. Yeah. So like my first period, I was solidly in middle school and had had the talk tons and tons and tons of times. Um, And well, I guess I don't know, tons of times. I mean, you get it for the first time in like fourth grade, I think third grade, fourth grade when you get the Your talk period? the first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talk. No, when you, the when talk. you get the talk. It depends. I, I think I like at least in terms of school, I they talked to us about it in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, but like yeah, my mom, I think it was fifth grade. my mom got me, I think it was in fourth grade that my mom got me this book that was like, it was one of those American Girl books. I don't mm-hmm. know. Have we talked about this? Yeah. Did you get the one? No. Oh, but yeah, it was just like knowing you or something like that. <laughs> and it was just like everything you could possibly need to know about your body. Mm-hmm. And I like studied that thing. <laughs> I was like, when will my boobs look like this? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> but I was just I was very curious and it was a great book to to uh look through mm-hmm. as a girl who was about to hit puberty. Yeah. Because a lot changes. So if you're a mom looking for something if you're, I hopefully you're not a curious teenager who's listening to this podcast, but maybe <laughs> if you are, check out that book. It's important. So it's important. Yeah. So like I had had the talk quite a few times. Yeah. And so like I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when. And right. so I was at school in the middle of the day and whoop, it happened. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know what to do because like I was the oldest and I, I maybe I've blocked it out, but I don't remember having a conversation with my mom of her saying, if this happens, call me. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I don't think I talked to my mom about that either. My mom now, since... So I am the oldest of seven kids. Yeah. And most of those kids are girls. And so my mom has since... Like, she's she's told my sister... Um, I think all of my sisters after me to like, if this happens, call me. <laughs> because and of your experience. <laughs> because of my experience. But you also... You learn. You grow yeah, as a parent. Totally. You figure out what to totally. do. Yeah. And I just... I didn't know. And so I like made a makeshift pad out of toilet paper. And oh, I've done that. I still since. do that. If, I, if I'm if i stuck somewhere. I think every girl has done that. Yeah. As needed. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, I don't even know what to do because I had bled through and like not into my jeans, but just like bled through my underwear. And I was yeah. like, I don't even know. You're like, all this blood is coming from my body. <laughs> what do I do? And so I just made a makeshift pad and got through the rest of the day yeah, and told my mom when I got home and bless her soul, which we, I mean, now being old enough and having a heavier flow than when I first started, she only had the maxi um, 
tampons, mm-hmm. like the big ones, the super, the super plus or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I was not a super plus neater. And because you had just started your period. I had just started my period. You know, I maybe we should cut this out. But she was like, I am a PVC pipe. You are a coffee straw. But all I have are PVC pipes. So and that was terrible. I mean, it worked. It totally worked. Yeah. You just do what you can. Yeah. Yeah. I've told you my nightmare period story, right? Oh, yes. Do you want to share it? I I don't know if I want to share it. Because what if people who were there are listening? <laughs> That's true. Let's cut this. But anyways, like basically, I had the worst period experience of my life. Yeah. Of my life. And if anyone really wants to know, DM me and I will tell you. <laughs> but hands down, the worst experience of my life. Yeah. It still mortifies Maybe me. We'll make that an exclusive episode at some point. Yeah. At some point. <laughs> at some point. But... People found it. People knew immediately the second that it happened. Yeah. And I was mortified. And I lied through my teeth to get out of it. And I don't know if I did or not. But I fled the scene and went home and died inside because because of a period. Because yeah. of a period. And I feel like something that is so natural and normal should never cause that much mortification. Mm-hmm. Because I was like dead set on I didn't I told my mom a couple months ago and this happened in middle school this is the first time like I told you years ago that was the first time yeah. that when I told you that was the first time I had ever said it aloud to another wow. person mm-hmm. that was back in 2017 <laughs> yeah yeah and, and you graduated I, high school in 2015 uh-huh. <laughs> and that was the first time I'd ever said it out loud because I was so horrified and mm-hmm. the day after it happened I was like I cannot go to school ever again ever again because yeah. my classmates knew and maybe maybe I pulled off the lie well enough that they didn't know <laughs> but I was horrified I was horrified and something that is so natural should just be something that we take care of yep and it's okay that it's it comes with pain and discomfort and stress and tears, frustrations, and that's okay. And binge eating. Binge eating. Or not eating. And sometimes, like, I know people who have had the, the most severe cramps that they are nauseated and throw up. Yep. And that's okay that all, like, periods come with all of this baggage, but it should never be mortification and shame yeah. and embarrassment. Yeah. Ever. Ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. Actually, that leads into my, like... I forgot to talk about this with the waste fact that I had at the beginning, but that mm-hmm. leads in perfectly to this kind of add on to that, um, that a lot of talk around sustainable periods sometimes comes with shame mm-hmm. of like, um, like you were saying, it, it's it's something that's super natural and it's is going to happen one way or another. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't really do anything about it. Um, and by putting the blame of waste problems on periods is not fair mm-hmm. at all. Um, it just adds more shame to something that's already kind of shamed in society, which is kind of another issue mm-hmm. that shouldn't be happening. Um, but just, I guess, in this discussion, keep in mind that it's a natural process. And if there's something that you can do um, that you feel comfortable doing with your with your um, period that is more sustainable why not give it a try but 
do whatever is most comfortable to you Mm -hmm. because that's what's most important at the end of the day yeah um (laughs) i wrote this analogy (laughs) because i was like a period is a natural process what else is a natural process that we can be try to be more sustainable with and i was like grocery shopping everyone needs to eat and we we can do our best to find ways to minimize our impact when we're trying to feed ourselves Mm -hmm. like having reusable bags when we go to the grocery store or buying locally or organically but either way it's still gonna happen and so you just have to find what works best for you Mm -hmm. and go with that so i just wanted to preface 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 Preface. (laughs) oh guys don't come here for serious conversations (laughs) or facts we pretend to be serious we do um, we try so hard and then I say preface. Um, but yeah, I just want to pre preface <laughs> preface this conversation with that because it's natural and not something that we should feel any shame for. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Sorry, the video just popped into my mind of the full moon party. Have you seen it? Did I show it to no. you? I don't think so. I thought I did, but maybe I didn't. <laughs> the full moon party? Oh my gosh. It's a it's a promotional video by a tampon company. I can't uh-huh. remember which one, but it's by HelloFlow. Okay. And it's basically like a period promoter. Uh-huh. Um, no. That's funny. Should we... Can we post it to our Instagram First somehow? Gender, maybe. Oh, I have seen you this. Have? Uh-huh. Do you want to continue watching it? So, no, we can. Okay. I've seen it before. <laughs> Okay, if you guys haven't watched this video, though, what's it called? First Moon Party. First, first Moon Party, guys. It is so good. You guys need to go watch it. It makes right me now. literally weep. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll post the link onto our website if yeah. we can't put it on our Instagram. Yeah, we can do that. But it's a riot. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Stupid Vicky got it. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, yeah, sorry. That video just popped into my head and I was like... No shame. None. None at all. Let's throw celebrations every we should. month. It's basically should I should I spoil the video or should we No, go check out the video. Okay, go check out the it's video. It's good. Go yeah. check it out. It'll be worth it. <laughs> it will be. And then DM us and tell us what you think. <laughs> yes. And if you don't do anything else beyond watch this video and DM us or not. If you don't do anything else ever, like check out our website or anything, check this out, yeah. please. This is the most important thing that you will see ever. And it's just on YouTube, right? Yep. If somebody is morally opposed to going to our website. Check it out on YouTube. You can check it out on YouTube. It's great. But I will also put the link in our um, episodes that we have under episode. Or... It'll be there. Yeah. So basically, up until recently... I guess recently within the last 10 years, 10 years. Well, so here's the thing is like ancient period did not use. They had makeshift pads, pieces of fabric. Mm -hmm. Um, I read papyrus terribly (laughs) uncomfortable because papyrus is a type of paper. Yes. It's a softer paper, but it's still paper. Yeah. Um, I did read, though. um, Well, and I'll go into this a little bit later, but um, one of the problems that some of these um some of these like sustainable um alternatives are facing is that sometimes like culturally or um or otherwise it's kind of not accepted 
to have for example the the um, menstrual cups Mm -hmm. it's not accepted to have something going into your body like that um because of a whole lot of different things um but something that they found is by doing like making reusable period pads it kind of brings them back to ancient um heritages and practices um that they feel a lot more comfortable with Mm -hmm. other than just kind of the usual like tampon or pads um but having those kind of cloth materials as a reusable pad sometimes is a lot more effective Mm -hmm. than bringing in a menstrual yeah and i think going beyond culturally i think it's also socially different yeah like you go to the women's restroom and what is there? There's a tampon and pen. Mm-hmm. There's not a period cup machine. Right. Um, we, when, when, when I first started seeing um, menstrual cups yeah. in the grocery store, I remember you and I were standing there and going, that's, yeah. that is disgusting. I was I right there with you. That. We were right there. We were mocking it endlessly yeah. because it sounds gross. The concept of it sounds yeah i'm like can't even sugarcoat it and i think kind of going back to your story about how just society has kind of built up this shame around periods Mm -hmm. that it's something that needs to be kept to yourself and thrown away and dealt with and don't talk about it Mm -hmm. you know but it's it's a biological function yeah at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and those period cups we'll get into it um but it's your own it's your own stuff Mm -hmm. and there's ways to like yes it's not the most sanitary obviously to be like touching blood and stuff but if you wash your hands effectively like (laughs) more than just like let's hit it with a little bit of water right actually wash your hands if you wash your hands like we're learning to finally do so because of covid (laughs) for 20 seconds sing your abcs guys happy birthday twice yeah (laughs) you're fine if you're if you're washing your hands it's i mean i guess the concept of it just because of the way that i think society has really just built up kind of such a disgust for it Mm -hmm. even though it's a natural thing it's natural that your body is shedding and um yeah anyways those are just my thoughts Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i could go on (laughs) i could go on but like i feel like we're moving towards in a very good direction yeah um because i remember when it was one brand in the grocery store and now there's two or three yeah um which is fantastic Mm -hmm. looking at go ahead Oh, just looking at like other tampon brands, um, I think probably the hardest part of switching from, if you haven't guessed, I am a cup user. I am also a cup user. Yes. Um, So, and I swear by it. I guess to preface. (laughs) Preface. (laughs) This might be a little bit biased, but also I tried to make it not biased. Yeah. So. Yeah. But we we are strong advocates of the period cups. Mm-hmm. And I know that period cups don't work with everybody type. Yeah. I know that some people um have smaller I show my knowledge of anatomy, smaller uteruses, smaller vag- guys, you didn't come here for fact. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> smaller their bodies cannot ha- if they a lot of times if a tampon does not agree with you, mm-hmm. a cup will with you. Yeah. Um and that's okay. Yeah. And so if you if 
you fall into that category, don't stress. Yeah. There are other options. So many other options. And there's fantastic alternatives. Like if you are an avid pad user, there are reusable pads Mm -hmm. that function and serve the exact same purpose. You're just minimizing. Yep. Which is awesome. And saving money. Yeah. You're saving money. Yeah. Because you buy like, I mean, I, I don't really, I haven't used reusable pads, but I'm mm -hmm. assuming you buy like seven to ten reusable pads something like that i i'm not a pad user and so i don't know yeah but i would assume because it's like it's like underwear you don't want to have to wash it every day yeah you don't don't only have one pair of underwear yeah but i don't know how often yeah depends on depends on the flow depends on the person um but going like looking at ones and i think a box of box of plastic Mm -hmm. wrapped are probably about the same between six and ten dollars a month i mean my flow is heavy, and so I go through a box on a period. Yeah, so that is. I probably I would go through about three quarters of a box, mm-hmm. but that means every other month I'm buying a yeah. tampon. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'm still buying one every month, even if it's just three quarters, because you have to buy. Well, that's you true. only use one quarter, and they have to buy another box, so yeah. it's still it's still about like six to ten bucks a month, depending on the brand. And they're and some of them are great, some of them are not. Yeah, but there's this whole beef with the tampon industry because they're not required to list ingredients Mm -hmm. and so you have no idea what exactly is going on in your body and if you remember from our textiles conversation a while back um cotton is very bleached very soaked in pesticides um and so even if it is a advertised being advertised as a cotton tampon Mm -hmm. or a cotton pad it's still bleach going up your hoo-ha i mean That's not good for you. That's yeah. not good for you at all. Yeah. And tampon companies are not required to put that on the label at all, mm-hmm. um, which I think is toxic. Um, but at the same time, I so I've tried some of those. Here's my soapbox. And maybe this is a little scattered. Are no. you ready? Yeah, you ready go for, my for soapbox? it. So I found a brand of tampons that I like a lot. Yeah. They're the ones that come with a little braid on the end. It's like they call it the leak proof great braid. Oh, which yes. is great because I'm a I big think, leaker. I think that's what I used too. Yeah. Yeah. Like swear by them. Fantastic. And I kind of started, I think I started at the beginning of my period journey in trying to find like I saw a few tampon brands that were like 100 percent all natural cotton mm-hmm. um by women for women. Um, you know what isn't going into your none of that mystery anymore right um buy a box of tampons it'll donate to a girl in need which i'm all for. Yeah. love that lower <laughs> i love that um just all for women supporting women yeah. in this biological cause um but i've i've tried them and they are not comfortable mm-hmm. which is probably saying something like there's more than what we know going into the tampons that are comfortable and yeah. that you can't feel. Yeah. Um, but it also goes back to everyone has a different body shape. Mm-hmm. And so maybe for some people, those are comfortable. Yeah. Maybe that works for them. Mm-hmm. But for you, I've also tried them. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like them either. Yeah. So like I didn't find them. I felt like they didn't they didn't absorb and expand. It just felt mm-hmm. like a wad of cotton and it yeah. was uncomfortable for me. Um, I was always feeling very nervous about leak mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. And I did leak with yeah. them. Um, and so as beautiful and noble as the cause was, 
I was like, this doesn't, this isn't working for me. And mm-hmm. so I did, I fell back onto the tampons that I was compo using Yeah, because it was, it was convenient for me, but it wasn't, it wasn't painful. Um, and then Julia introduced me. <laughs> Julia convinced you. Julia convinced <laughs> me. But was that the end of my, I think so. Just not knowing what goes into the products. Yeah. You don't know what's going inside of your body and you're, your uterus is actually highly absorbed. Yeah. Highly absorbent. And if you're putting bleached pesticides up there, you're going to absorb bleached pesticides. Yeah. It's very sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that was for me, that was kind of a big turning point because I was like, I am spending so much money, mm-hmm. but I have to. And as much as I would love to spend a little bit more money for 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 the cause, I'm uncomfortable and paranoid now that I'm going to leak through. Yeah. And that brings us back to like kind of our, I guess, main point that I want to keep throughout all of this is find what works best for you. Mm-hmm. And don't feel if if you really have tried like other products and stuff and really you feel like you need to stick with whatever you're is most comfortable stick with that Mm -hmm. you know give it a try to be more sustainable but if you can't be don't feel any shame in that yeah i don't think that's a bad thing you can find other ways like it's not the end all be all Mm -hmm. that your your period waste is going you know to the landfill or whatever Mm -hmm. that's not that's not the biggest problem that is going on (laughs) in the world right now. there are bigger problems this is just another way Every week we talk about different ways that we can be more sustainable. This Mm -hmm. is just another way that you can try to be. But just because you're not sustainable in your period doesn't mean that you can't be sustainable in, I don't don't know. Vegan. Vegan. Yeah. (laughs) That's my go-to. But I'm not saying, I'm also not saying that if you can't be sustainable in your period, you have to be vegan. Yeah. Like maybe you find what works for you. Yeah. Maybe you're great at not buying clothes from non-sustainable companies maybe you're fantastic at that maybe you are awesome at eating locally Mm -hmm. and that's fantastic too just everyone together as we piece together our bits of eco-friendliness we can become eco as a world and you don't have to be perfect in every realm yeah so not at all so we're just simply presenting facts (laughs) that is what we do here (laughs) that is what we do is we present facts and opinions yes mostly opinions mostly opinions but some facts yeah yeah so do we want to get into the different types of alternatives that we can use what do you have well i have a lot okay kind of should i just go through what i have okay get to it okay um sorry guys this is like a scattered episode but we're so excited to hopefully be delivering <laughs> some information that's okay maybe i don't even know our thoughts will come together better than we think yes yeah or just cut the awkward bits and <laughs> pretend like we are put together yes Bless so editing. yes so looking back at what's in period products and what goes into your body mm-hmm. um the plastic tampon applicators are made out of polyester or polypropylene yeah which never biodegrades ever, mm-hmm. which is big. It, I also saw that it can't be recycled because of cross contamination mm-hmm. concerns. Yep. So yep. that's another thing to think about because I was like, oh, you could just recycle them, but they don't want you to. They don't want you to. Um, 
On top of that, if you have a 100% organic cotton tampon, um, they are they only biodegrade if they're composted. Interesting. And so yeah. kind of going back to like the noble cause of having 100% um, organic cotton tampons, mm-hmm. it does solve the what's going into your body issue, but it doesn't solve the the break the compostal like the biodegradable issue yeah um because odds are which is not a bad thing but odds are if you're not composting composting your food waste you're probably not composting your tampons yeah although this is making me think of something that stelia mentioned to me the other night when we were getting ready for bed she was like we should think about having a compost in our bathroom because things like floss are compostable um whilst we're using um our toilet paper rolls are yeah. compostable which i just bring them down yeah kind of right now we have a little bit of a stack going <laughs> but i will bring them downstairs yeah um the tube for the deodorant that i've been using the oh, um it's, it's just like a cardboard paper tube mm-hmm. um that's compostable um and if you certain use cotton types of pads or cotton uh tampons yeah but that could also get really gross if you're not changing it often that's true so just something to think about yeah um, but odds are, and no shame in this, odds are if you're not composting your food waste, you're mm-hmm. probably not in your bathroom waste. Right. Um, because that tends to kind of come a little bit later because the one that's immediately at the forefront of our minds is the is food, food scraps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, period products can cause severe damage to the environment, specifically the marine environment and mm-hmm. our wastewater systems. Um as a result of flushing yeah so please don't flush them if you don't do anything else other than watch that other video that celia mentioned <laughs> from this episode don't flush your tampons or your pads or, pads or, or anything. wet wipes or floss or anything yep. just if it's not if it doesn't come from your body do not flush <laughs> it other than toilet paper you can flush toilet paper toilet okay? paper's fine yeah flush toilet paper Certain, actually certain places that are on septic systems cannot handle it, but that's, that's true. not the norm. <laughs> yeah. That's not Don't worry common. about that unless you have to. Yes. And then it will be explicitly told to you to not flush the toilet paper, but yeah. we're good for right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because it can cause a lot of clogs. It can cause, cause a lot of blockages. Um, it can rupture your pipes and then that's a bigger cost than your tampons will. Yeah. So that's for sure. <laughs> so let, just don't, just don't do that. Um, just throw it away. Just throw it away, just guys. Throw it away. Just throw it away. Um, anyways, oh, oh, <laughs> super scattered. But I also thought that I had heard that the luxury tax, that's what it's called. It's a luxury tax, that's which what it's, yeah. it's, having a period is not a luxury. It's, I don't know anyone who sits back and goes, I am amazing <laughs> because I, this week is my most luxurious week. I feel like a queen. <laughs> no one is saying that. No, unless you have a really good partner who serves you endlessly and gives you foot rent massages while you're on your period all week that would be the dream that would be the dream then i might feel like a queen but my body would still ache (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i would the effort would be there but i don't know if i would yeah so yes the luxury tax um (laughs) yeah but yeah i thought i couldn't find it and so if anyone does know for sure whether or not the luxury tax has been eliminated i in did seattle hear, or in washington it has been maybe it was you who told me that yeah. then 
because I had heard some kind of whispering that the luxury tax had been eliminated to some degree. In, so, in Washington. Washington. And I don't know if it's all across Washington. I know Seattle for sure. Um, so it might it might be one of those things like county by county mm-hmm. um, type of legislation. Uh, but I know Seattle for sure has eliminated that, which is a great step mm-hmm. towards. Yes. <laughs> but definitely not. Mm-hmm. And then there are lots of organizations have started to put together kits for those in need who need period hygiene kits. Yeah. And I know some of those organizations, and this is not a all-encompassing list. This is two that I've worked with personally, um, but Mothers Without Borders does put together hygiene kits mm-hmm. um, with menstrual products. And then Days for Girls is also a nonprofit organization that um, puts together, they actually sew um, and make reusable pads. Oh, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know in my research, there were tons of um, organizations that have come up with that because I think people realize that it's kind of a, like we're saying, it's a biological thing that is, it just, it is what it is Mm -hmm. and um, everyone deals with it. Yeah. Yeah. So period solutions, which I think, I think you guys have been able to gather some of the solutions. (laughs) We have not been very subtle about hint at them, but it's still important to dive into because mm-hmm. now we've talked about kind of, I guess, the problems like we usually talk about. Um, like Celia was saying, the plastics from tampons are not biodegradable. And then I also found um, that pads and tampons like them themselves take 500 years to mm-hmm. biodegrade because a lot of times... Like like you were saying, you don't necessarily know everything that's going into your those products. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, um, this is more for pads, but pads often have a lot of plastic in them, yeah. a lot more than you think they mm-hmm. have. Um, they have like those microbeads kind of thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, or I've even seen like pads that have that plastic film on it mm-hmm. that it kind of it's supposed to help like not leak, I guess. I don't know. I know what you're talking about. I don't know how to describe it. It's been a while since I've. Yeah, I haven't. (laughs) Me too. I haven't used pads in forever. But, um, but yeah. So pads a lot of times have a lot of, um, and tampons just have chemicals and stuff. I think tampons take a little bit less time, but still, in general, they take a long time to biodegrade. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's just something to think about. Um, and so we'll get into alternatives. Yes. So, um, first and foremost, we want to talk about our clear favorite. (laughs) So we'll talk about menstrual cups. Yes. Since we are both, um, experienced professionals. I will, I will dub us professionals. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I'm a self-proclaimed professional Mm -hmm. of period cups. Um, so like Celia said, I, I will take credit for getting her into the period cup game. Um, I first started using a period cup. I was in the same boat as Celia. Like she was saying, when we saw them at the store the first time, we were like, oh my gosh, like, that's kind of weird that you would, um, (laughs) try to like take out your own blood (laughs) from your body. Like, I think what grossed me out the most was the idea of a little cup of blood sloshing your body. Yeah. I mean, even now, now that I use it, like, it's still kind of weird to, like, think about what's happening. That's true. But also, I didn't realize exactly where it went. And so I was like, it's just like 
if I were to hang upside down, which I don't at all, but if I were to hang upside down. <laughs> if I were down, to go to the monkey bars this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> then like I hung upside down, all it's all just going to like rush down. And then I stand up right. and it's all going to rush back. <laughs> and I was like, that's gross. That's gross. Because you hang upside down so often. Because I hang upside down so often. But also that's so incorrect. Yeah. That's not even kind of remotely correct. <laughs> That's such a funny imagery. That's what I thought of every single time. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I was just more like I was I think some of my concerns, which I've heard in talking because I am one of the biggest advocates for period cups. Mm-hmm. And so I at any given opportunity, I will talk to a friend about a period cup. Yep. Um, my friends can uh, attest to that. Yes. Because I have. I've I've convinced a lot of people to just give it a try. So if you're listening now, you might be some of my newest converts. Give it a try. <laughs> um, so anyways, I was I think some of the biggest concerns that people have that I also had when I was like even considering not, not even considering, but before I even considered getting a period cup, I was worried about it leaking because just the idea of having a cup, like you said, um inside of your body like what if you move around or you move one way and it just like slips out and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you have blood everywhere because there is some fear like yeah it can hold like what is it yeah i think so so it can hold at least large quantity of blood yeah um and i've even seen stats that have said and this again depends on your flow because Mm -hmm. everyone has a different flow but i've seen like claims that say that you could wear your cup in your whole period without emptying it and it would be the equivalent of your period blood mm-hmm. but i have a heavier flow that hasn't worked for me same i haven't i, I haven't tried it. it seems like a risky game to play yeah but it's kind of there's a there is a little bit of a fear like if this thing slips mm-hmm. i am not just it's not the nightmare of a tampon leaking because a tampon can have a pretty bad leak right but if you if your cup slips which not good i haven't encountered slippage i haven't Um, either (laughs) but there is a little bit of that fear that like if this if this thing slips i am not just it's not just the equivalent of a tampon leak i am drenched which is scary that's a scary thought yeah and i think it's one of those things like we talk about this with sustainable products a lot Mm -hmm. that sometimes you're kind of worried to try it because it's out of the norm of what you're using Mm -hmm. but i think the best at least for me the best sale is from a friend and so if i'm if i look at celia and she was telling me that she's a cup and she loves it and it's worked for her and she hasn't leaked or anything i trust her and whether or not like that answers all of my concerns like I'm more likely to buy it than if I just like see it in passing at the store, you know, because then like as a friend, you can ask the uncomfy questions that maybe the FAQ page doesn't really cover Mm -hmm. because as great as the FAQ pages are, it doesn't it doesn't answer all of the questions. And sometimes if it does, it answers in very vague Mm-hmm. vagities right the, that's my new word for today vagities <laughs> vagities vagities because it's like well do this and it's like okay but but what does that mean yeah and when you have a friend who has used the product you can be like okay i'm experiencing this or mm-hmm. what about this concern what about that concern that sometimes yeah. an faq page doesn't even remotely cover mm-hmm. yeah for sure 
Um, I'm trying to think like what other concerns that I had like initially. I think one big concern that I had was <clears throat> if you look at the period cups, they are bigger than or like in diameter. They're mm-hmm. wider than a tampon. Yeah. And so I was like, how am I going to fit that thing up there? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did a lot of like kind of personal research, um, just like this the company that I mentioned before, Organic Cup, they have like instructional videos on their website that mm-hmm. are great. Um, and it's a lot easier than you think it is. It's definitely an adjustment the first couple of times, um, but it's not as much of a struggle as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I kind of, I had been kind of thinking about it um, for a while just because um like Celia was saying, with the whole you have to buy tampons pretty much every month, it adds up really quickly. Um, and if I can save money and be more, you know, environmentally friendly by trying out a cup, why not give it a try? Mm-hmm. And they do tend to be pricier. Um, I think the organic cup was like 35. Oh, I thought it was about 45. I think the price has dropped. Let me. Because... I'm pretty sure the price has dropped because we were looking the other day and it was about 35 but when we got it, it was about 45 50 Yeah. So I um, guess it's become more more affordable. Yeah. But it the thing that got me was because at first I was like, oh my gosh, that's actually really expensive. Um, but if you look at the math, if it's about 10 bucks, let's round up and say 10 bucks for a box of tampons. And if you have a heavier flow, then that is 10 bucks a month approximately Mm -hmm. that is 120 dollars a year now a cup is between 45 50 35 50 i guess depending on the cup that you get i'm on organic cup and the cup is 28 dollars. look at that it's dropped dropped exponentially from the time that we got it so when i got it when i got it it was about 45 bucks yeah um and that's 45 bucks which if taken care of properly they can last you up to 10 years yeah and so even though you're swallowing a big um, chunk of money at the forefront, at the same time, that is like four boxes of tampons mm-hmm. and that will get and you through four months. Especially if you bought it now, $28, that's like two boxes of tampons, mm-hmm. maybe three. That's a steal. I think that's yeah. amazing. And they say it kind of depends on your personal preference um, and if you feel like... It's gotten gross. There are cleaning procedures that you should take mm-hmm. to keep it clean and sterile. You don't want to. You don't want to get any kind of infection because that would be miserable. Right. Um. But you can rotate it every three years. Get a new one. That's twenty eight dollars now. Every on the three website, years. it says every two years, but I think that's just like to be very good. Mm-hmm. But I think it could last. They have said up to ten years. Yeah. Three, four years. Mine's. I think I've had mine now for probably about two or three I've had years. mine for about two years. So you're so probably about two like, and a half, maybe three. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, it definitely, it, it goes inside your body. And as much as you clean it, it does start to wear mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and But I mean, the wear that, and I don't know about yours, but the wear that I've experienced is just discoloration. Yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's not, not like breaking down inside, right. inside your body. <laughs> right. No, sorry. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to make it sound like it was like disintegrating. <laughs> disintegrating. Um, no, it is. It's just discolored, which mm-hmm. like isn't a problem. And as long yeah. as you're taking care of it, like Celia said, and, um, you know, they recommend to boil it mm-hmm. when you're done with your period week 
Um, but Stelia has this really great thing that, um, what does it do? Tell us. So it's called, <laughs> mine is specifically, it's called, I think it's a steamer made mm-hmm. for the pixie cup. Um, or like pixie cup cup, I guess. Yeah. The pixie cup. Yeah. Um, but I got mine off of Amazon and there's other, um, brands as well that's just kind of the one that i saw and it's universal it's not specifically for one tampon or not one cup or the other it's just kind of across the board that it happened to be the brand that i was using Mm -hmm. um but it's it looks like it's probably about the size of like a magic bullet blender yeah um smaller probably yeah it's not it's not terribly huge um and you just put like i think three teaspoons of water into this little hole yeah um and then you put your your cup on top of it and cover it all with um the bottle part of the blender if it was mm-hmm. the blender um and you push a button and it steams it for on um, like super red steam for three minutes and then you let it cool for a few more minutes so you because you don't want to burn yourself which would um <laughs> and then it's completely sterile it's as if you had boiled it yeah and i got that because I mean, I was living at home for a little bit and I was like, I do not need my mother to freak out about the fact that I'm using her pots to boil my cup. Yeah. So and that's been honestly, it's been easier than boiling. Well, because you just keep it in the bathroom and so you can very easily just like throw it in there when you're done. Mm -hmm. And I've forgotten my cup on the stove a few times Mm -hmm. while I've been boiling it. And like, fortunately, I've come back to f- still find it intact but it's not melted it's not melted to the bottom of the pot but i have yeah um but that's been ridiculously helpful but i mean i made do with it i got it back in may i think or april maybe even march so it's a recent development that i've gotten it and so it's yeah. not it's not a, it, a deal breaker yeah like you i don't, don't need it i don't have one i just yeah. boil mine on the stove um but it's definitely like I've been kind of thinking about it. It's definitely a nice um, like if that's something that you're hesitant about or whatever, it's definitely a nice alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, so something else that I think I was really worried about before getting the um, menstrual cup was just like changing it Um because, you know, we talked about with tampons, you have to kind of change it pretty much every time you go to the bathroom mm-hmm. throughout the day. Yeah. Um, and fortunately, like the the cup isn't that way. Like I change it. I mean, I will change it throughout the day sometimes. But if I'm if I have a super busy day or if I'm just somewhere where I can't um, like find a good place to, you know, if it's like a public bathroom, I try to not change it unless mm-hmm. I have to um but on days like that I don't get stressed because I'm not worried that it's gonna overflow or leak or anything like that because it has the space that mm-hmm. I need um and so that's just like so much easier than the 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 tampons of always having to worry about having a tampon on you yeah. um so that's something else that I've really loved about it um But like I said, I've been using it for three years and I really haven't had any problems with it. So um, something else. We went scuba diving with it. Yeah, we went scuba diving with it. I run with it all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I've played basketball with it. I'm trying to think. Like it's very, you can do sports with it. Mm -hmm. You can swim with it. You can go scuba diving with it. Um, It's very versatile i guess yeah you can keep it in overnight Mm -hmm. and not have to worry about it at all yeah um so 
like we mentioned, the, the brand that we use is called Organicup. Um, and some things that I really like about them, it comes when you order it, it comes in a box that's made of recycled carton. Um, and it's also just a super minimalistic box. It's big. It's just big enough to fit the cup and the little baggie that comes with the cup. Um, all of the directions on how to use the cup are on the packaging, so it doesn't require any other like papers or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also just are like participate in really great causes. They donate cups um, and they also promote education of periods. They work really closely with um, health teachers and like nurses to talk about um like to talk about menstrual cups because like we were said at the beginning of this episode like a lot of times when people are first start, first learning about periods they the the go-tos are tampons and pads mm-hmm. and so a lot of times people don't even know about the other alternatives that are out there um so that's just a few things that they do and that's why I really like them but there's tons of other companies out mm-hmm. there um Diva yeah. Cup. Diva Cup. Salt. Salt. S-A-A-L-T. Yeah. Um, One thing tons. that I will mention, I just found it in my research. So if you're, um, if you already have a period cup, don't worry about it. I'm sure whatever it is, is good and fine and working. But if you're in the market, something to consider is to avoid those period cups that are colored. Um, just because if you can go for more natural, that's always better so mm-hmm. yeah. i think definitely a um a draw of the colored ones is to make them look a little bit less gross when they get when they do get stained into colored right but i have heard i haven't done it quite yet because i can't find it but you can take um hydrogen peroxide mm-hmm. and you can um i don't know if you can let it soak or not i haven't looked into it but i know that hydrogen peroxide will get a lot of the, the stains, stains off mm-hmm. yeah so i think that's maybe a big draw to the mm-hmm. color the colored one because no one but you right but um it might sway people if they know that the clear ones might get really grossly stained right um, and the colored one yeah just i mean something with the colored ones i mean it's very minimal um but kind of like what we were talking about of knowing what's going into your body a lot of times the color ones have different chemicals that make them colored mm-hmm. um and so that's kind of the only drawback but um i think companies are trying to do a really good job of especially in this industry of menstrual cups they're trying to be conscientious Mm -hmm. um but it's just a thought if you're in the market just consider your options with that um there's also so looking at other period options yeah there are reusable sanitary pads Mm-hmm. Um, which can be washed and reused over and over and over again. I haven't used them. I haven't um, either. I haven't really needed to. Yeah. I definitely, at the beginning of using um, the period cup, I definitely used like a panty line. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I did I was too. So I, I, st- I did start using a thick pad until I got the hang of it because it's like riding a bike. Yeah. Which, it's like learning to ride a bike or putting contacts in. Like for people who have worn contacts, you know, at the get go, you have to you have to get up so much earlier to try and get the contact lens yeah. on your eye. And so you you're going to have failures. You really are. Yeah. Um. Don't 
my recommendation going back to the cup my recommendation to people is give it at least two periods Mm -hmm. because the first period like you said it's gonna be kind of a struggle and you're gonna struggle through it a little bit yeah but you can't judge based off of that first i would even say like give it yeah because by the by my second one i still didn't have yeah um you because you're gonna you're gonna struggle through it um but once you get it you've got it right and so i didn't comfortably start wearing um just the cup until um until the apartment and destroyed all my pads (laughs) like so that was back in march yeah i think and i mean i was i used liners occasionally but i didn't like I wasn't using the thick pad. I was just using her because yeah. I was just still a little bit paranoid. Cautious, yeah. And then the bathroom flooded and <laughs> you had no other options. I had no other options. And I was like, well, I could go buy some more or I could just deal. Yeah. And I don't, and like, it's fine. I've had no problems at all. Mm-hmm. But so it's going to, it's going to take a little bit more confidence in your period cup and in how you get it. Yeah. Um, But once you do, you're set. For so sure. good point. If, Maybe you want to try the cup, but are a little bit timid, but don't have any pads or tampons to get through first. Yeah. Then maybe looking into reusable pads would be something for you. Yeah. Um, And I was actually, because like we said, I've never, neither of us have ever tried the reusable pads. And I've always kind of just like whenever I've read about them or heard about them, I picture like these kind of big bulky pads (laughs) because... They need to be big and bulky, right? Mm-hmm. Like in my mind, they just need to be big and bulky to be able to absorb and kind of continue to absorb um, your period of blood. Um, but actually, in the last few years, um, I was reading that there's been a lot of updates and effort to create like a good, effective design for these things. Um, and so now they're actually very thin and very flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you aren't comfortable with with doing a cup and you're trying to be more sustainable um definitely i think these are a good alternative to look into for sure and so some of these companies that are a little bit more popular um are glad rags and luna pass mm-hmm. um do you know of any other companies off- no okay those are the ones that i was hearing about too mm-hmm. those are probably some of the best yeah um and then thirdly period underwear Yes. Which I haven't used either. And I am definitely about period. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I was skeptical about. So yeah. who's to say? Don't knock it till you try it. Mm-hmm. But so apparently they can hold up to specifically for Thinks underwear. T-H-I-N-X. Okay. Um, which I, I think, think that's is, the one that I looked at too. Mm-hmm. So it's, as far as I can tell, it's the only one out there. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I think it's something that's definitely up and coming mm-hmm. now. And something that's great about things is that they try to be discreet. Mm-hmm. And so they don't want to be big and bulky. Yeah. Like, period. Something that you can just. Yeah. Um, but they can hold up to two tampons worth of blood. Um, they're machine wash, antimicrobial. I smell gross mm-hmm. things. Um, so you can just forego entirely. Um, like, yeah. Like a cup or a. Yeah. Um, I do feel because my flow is heavier um and i do tend to go through three tampons in a day mm-hmm. i think i would be a little bit on the weary side because i would yeah. need to change my underwear every few hours. and yeah. to me that's kind of the issue using something else. right like using the reusable pads or even just using a tampon mm-hmm. um so i think for my my personal bias my opinion um 
I think if your period is lighter, I would consider going. I think if you, I don't know for you. Agreed. Because I don't know. I don't think this. Yeah. I think too, um, something that like in reading about the um, period underwear, I was just kind of thinking about kind of like what you were saying that realistically, like you want to, at least what I do is I wear a different pair of underwear like every day, not Mm -hmm. like every couple hours. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's gross to some people, (laughs) but I think that's kind of typical, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so something that I was thinking about with this is that, you know, we talk about being like imperfectly sustainable. And so if you feel more comfortable still with pads or tampons or whatever, and you, but you want to try to be more sustainable, um, like I feel like period underwear could be a really great supplement a little bit Mm -hmm. where, you know, maybe you start off your day with a tampon, but you're also wearing period underwear. So halfway through the day or whenever you need to take out that tampon, you can take it out and not worry about leaking through because you have your period underwear on too, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So, and like with any of these options, you can kind of take them and use them however you need. Like Celia was recommending the reusable pads as a supplement to the period cup if you're nervous about that leaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just kind of find whatever works best for you. On top of that, like if you tampons on tampons on tampons, like yeah. if you, I mean, if right now you want to jump onto the, the um, period cup bandwagon or mm-hmm. the, or the period underwear band bandwagon, like go for it, totally go for it, but definitely like use what you have. Yeah. And so I have like a few, odds and ends tampons that just never got used and so I keep them in my backpack mm-hmm. um if I'm at school and I don't have my cup yeah. um which I usually don't like right um and so if I'm out and I happen to need one then I've got one there mm-hmm. um or I I sometimes do that too with my backpack or my bags mm-hmm. I all have a tampon and that way like even if even if I am on my period I'll have a tampon and that way like what we were saying at the very beginning sometimes somebody will approach you and you can just give them your tampon so and you're, so yeah. use what you have if you have so many tampons that you're like well i don't want to i don't want to swallow the cost of something mm-hmm. else yeah wait yeah. use what you have first and if For you sure. want to go in the band we're having a great <laughs> but if not right there yeah it's been really impressed to see that even though um it might be uncomfortable or might be different um they're making pads that aren't bleached or chlorinated. Yeah. They're making tampons that are cotton, mm-hmm. which even though it's every little bit counts, like it is still better for you, still better. Yeah. And so um, even if, if you don't want to completely switch over to new things, that is totally fine. There are still other ways that you can. Yeah, I agree. I think start where you are. It's like with anything that we talk about on this podcast, start where you are, do what you can and just keep working forward to do better every day basically let's stop making periods inconvenient yeah yeah and stop making them so taboo Mm -hmm. you know i mean i know we we just closed this podcast episode as um you know a discussion about periods and stuff but like i like in recent years have become so much more comfortable talking to my girlfriends about my period and Mm -hmm. and my like experience with the cup in particular um but that was something before that I like would have never talked to about with anybody Mm -hmm. um but I think 
in making that more common and acceptable than opportunities like this where we can learn about different options that we have um present themselves and it can be it can lead to a really good um conversation and just like future experiences Mm -hmm. so well i think that's a great note to end on are you do you have anything else summarized it all if anyone has any questions or comments please write them in yeah yeah for sure um you know where to find us on instagram g underscore four podcast um we're also on twitter at that handle and then go shoot us an email at goodgirlsgogreenpodcast at gmail.com and go visit our website for everything that we talked about today. Um, We will put all of the sources and even that video that Celia (laughs) shared on the website um, at goodgirlsgogreenpodcast.com. So that's it. We out, guys. This is fun. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) On the flip side.
You're the dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying You're the dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying Hey, hey, hey. We got words to say to you